Soldier Field, 24-17. Bears trying to get their 10th win. Here's the boot up in the air. Going up for it. Allen Robinson, he's got it! I want to see the Bears give him an opportunity to prove that he can do this. He's caught the ball at the 43-yard line. When all the signs in the world were there. I think that'll be a fade-to-black moment with Allen Robinson taking it out of the air. That's what you're really hoping for that they really contribute to the team each year, and that you build a great base and foundation. And these loyal fans have been rewarded for their loyalty. It was, it was, it was awesome. It's, we picked up right where we left off. It was fantastic. And they have a Bears team to be proud of right now. Takes the snap, takes a knee, they head to the field. The Bears have won it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of 34 to Glory. I'm your host, Tyler Flesh, and it is just me tonight. Um, Where to begin? Uh, Our apologies. We did not put an episode out last week. A lot of stuff happened. A lot of stuff happened quick, and a lot of stuff happened fast. So I just would like to explain what happened. Uh, earlier in the week, we were scheduled to record around Monday, and my dad called me, and he was get, had a fever, and he's like, hey, I can't do the podcast. I have to go get tested for COVID. So he ran a fever for two days. Uh, we didn't know if it was COVID or not, and then it turns out that it wasn't COVID. He didn't get his test results. He took one on Monday. He didn't get it until Thursday. So we were scheduled then to record on Saturday. We said, hey, let's do one on Saturday and we can get uh, some of the fans to call in if they want and um, open up the phone lines and all sorts of stuff like that. Excuse me. And then what ended up happening is out of the blue, uh, his eyes started to hurt and we took him. He went to the eye doctor and somehow, we still don't know how, um, he got a detached retina. So it was a long three days for him. He had to lay on his side for three days. And basically, I had to, I didn't have to, I wanted to keep him company, hang out with him, try to make the time go by quicker. Because, listen, laying on your side is just... He was he was not having fun. He was not having fun at all. Uh, we got to watch the game together on Sunday, though, and that's just a little background on what is happening. Uh, big shout out to Curtis from California. Curtis, he volunteered to help out and co-host on Saturday because I said I wanted to do Saturday, but then more stuff came up with my dad. My mom needed help with my dad over at the house. So I ended up going over to their house just to help out, and I had to cancel. But Curtis, thank you so much for just volunteering and reaching out and getting a hold of me. I really do appreciate that. But enough with that. He should be fine, and he should be ready to go and back before you know it. So he did get to watch the slaughter somehow. Still baffled how it happened. With the uh, Chicago Bears, 36. The Houston Texans, 7. Now, here's the thing with this game, okay? And I I have no idea 
how to go about this. Uh, Curtis had a prediction that we wouldn't want to game all year. And, you know, I'm, I'm really not trying to call him out on this because I thought maybe we could win this one and maybe we could win Jacksonville. I did not. I don't think anyone saw us blowing him out the way we did. Um, overall, though, I'm trying to stay upbeat, but there's just nothing much to be positive about other than David Montgomery. This kid continues to impress me late. Now, it's hard to say. Mitch had a good game, and I'll talk about that, and I'll get into that. Uh, Allen Robinson had a, had a game that that's like, whoa, that's what it looks like when you can get a receiver the ball every now and then and let him get some yak yards. That's what that guy looks like. So that was very interesting. It's just, it's hard like to be a Bears fan. And this is the purgatory they put us in every single year. We're now six and seven. We started off five and one. We're now six and seven. That's bad. You know my thoughts on Matt Nagy. You know my thoughts on Ryan Pace. Now, I've seen the stats going around everywhere. Well, you know what? I'm going to slow myself down. I'm going to keep back on the positive. David Montgomery, 11 carries, 113 yards, averaged 10.3 a carry and one touchdown. He took our open, the opening handoff of the game He or for the Bears. He took it 80 yards on a TD. Okay? Amazing. Okay? Just absolutely amazing. But again, we only give him the ball 11 times. We're somehow obsessed with giving Cordero Patterson the ball. He got the ball six times. He only got 26 yards. Mitch ran the ball four times. Daryl Mooney got the ball once on a reverse, and so did Weems on a reverse. You know, Mooney went for one carry for five. Weems went one carry for two. The thing that's disappointing in this game to me is look at the box score. Seven points the first quarter, 23 the second, and then three points in the third quarter. Again, we cannot score a touchdown to save our lives in the third quarter this year. And then only three points again in the fourth quarter. You can't have 30 points by halftime and then only put up 36 at the end. You know, we're a desperate team on desperate measures. We need to go out there. It would have been nice to see a complete game. I don't think this was a complete game. Okay. Um, as much as we like to say the Bears gave up on the season, it was way more evident that the Houston Texans absolutely just don't care. And I don't blame them. I mean, J.J. Watt wasn't J.J. Watt. And, and who who does Deshaun have? If you looked at all, and I'm not making excuses for the Texans. This is all self-inflicted. I just want to make this clear. I feel more sorry for Deshaun Watson because he has nobody to go with. You know, and, and he has no playmakers, no key factors, nothing. Nothing. You know, you look around at Mitchell Trubisky, and especially this game, he had everything going for him. You know, he has David Montgomery in the, the running game, starting off crazy strong. Allen Robinson tears it up on the passing. Uh, Cole Komet came out to play. Jimmy Graham gets his one catch for a touchdown. Uh, Mooney looked good. He got one touchdown. He had two catches for one TD. Um, and just overall, you know, you look at it, and it, 
it was a good game. Uh, but there are some things that I, I do want to critique and I do want to criticize. Like, I see these stats, right, all the freaking time of the whole comparison between Mitch Trubisky and Deshaun Watson. Like, oh, Mitch Trubisky's career starter career starter as a quarterback, he's now 27 and 20. Deshaun Watson's 28 and 22. This is very true. Okay. That there's some falsehoods to these stats. One, there's a couple games in there that Trubisky gets credited for the win when he didn't even play the game. He didn't start the game. There's games in there where he um played. I remember way back in the day, his rookie year, he came in for Mike Glennon against the Detroit Lions and just threw five and four interceptions. And that game didn't count either. This stat is a lie. Uh, they gave him the win when Nick Foles did all the work in Atlanta. That that win got put on to Trubisky's final total. And another thing that they're not telling you there with uh, Watson going 28-22 is he's been to the playoffs and he's actually won in the playoffs. Okay, don't forget he also threw up big-time numbers against the Chiefs. They were up 28 to nothing at one point in that game, but the Chiefs are the Chiefs, and they did Chief-like things. When has Mitchell Trubisky ever been up 28 to nothing in a game, in a regular season game, let alone a playoff game? So let's not compare you know, apples to oranges when it comes to Trubisky and Watson. Watson's a far superior thing. Now, I get that, you know, uh, sports applications like Barstool Chicago and stuff put it out. And it is funny. It's funny to Bears fans. But the actual people that are buying into this and believing this hyperbole that we're going to re-sign Mitch Trubisky, still not understanding how a fifth option works when you decline it. Those people are idiots. The people that think Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace should stick around. Not saying that they will stick around, but saying that they should. That's absolutely ridiculous. That, that, that I mean, we've discussed this. Those two have to leave. Have to leave. You know, if they don't, then I've lost. Honestly, I'm going to say this. I have lost all faith in the organization. It's absolutely ridiculous to sit here and not get rid of those two. But again, let's focus back on Mitch. He's not our quarterback. Okay, he should have played better, in my opinion, against the Texans. He was 24 for 33, 267 yards through the air, three TDs. He also ran the ball four times for 23 yards, averaging 5.8. He played good against a bad team. Our whole team played good against a bad team. So why are we out here patting each other on the back? Why is people forgetting that Trubisky got blown out by uh, our most bitter hated rival in Green Bay? Why are people forgetting that last week alone he fumbled the ball to lose to the Lions? It's always a little too late with Mitch. He threw for seven TDs in one game, and it was against one of the worst teams I've ever seen in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in his career. Now he comes out and he has a good game against Houston, and all of a sudden, people want to anoint him king? Makes no sense to me. Absolutely zero sense. 
the people that have said that are probably watching bits and clips saying, why not? Why not Mitch? I'll tell you why not Mitch. Because Mitch is a dink and dunk king. Call him Mr. Dink and Dunk. If you watch that whole game against Houston, if they would have just adjusted, made Mitch play quarterback and take away the short stuff, he, he wasn't hitting people long. People were still doing regular Mitch Trubisky things. Mitch, Mitch was doing Mitch Trubisky things. Mitch was out there, and he was throwing the ball uh, to a slant route to Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson had to lay out a couple times. Anthony Miller had to lay out a couple times. Is it, the point is, we continue to do the same things. We continue to throw the ball. Like, t- for instance, why isn't David Montgomery running the ball more when you're up 30 to 7 at halftime? He only got 11 carries the game, he got over 113 yards. He should have got 10 to 12 more carries because why not? I don't get it. I don't understand. Mitch was dinking and dunking the whole time. Like I said, again, if Houston was a better team, they take away what's short and they make Mitch play quarterback, play from the pocket. But guess what? The Houston Texans are not a good team. So don't be fooled by this result. This result is not who the real Chicago Bears are. We were called frauds from the beginning of time to start the season off 5-1. and one, And we rightfully earned that title. So let's not forget all the pain and the agony that has come before this. Was it nice to see that win? Going to be honest with you, not really. I would have preferred a loss and a higher draft pick. I know that sounds blasphemous and sounds absolutely asinine, but... I don't want to be stuck in this place, this place of contempt to be in the middle, contempt to never finish the race on top, but also never to finish the race at the bottom. Yeah, we need like, and cause you get rewarded on both ends of that spectrum. You get, you get rewarded if you lose the race and you get rewarded if you win the race. But we always build such a good team around us that that good team just prevents us from getting good draft picks. And the one chance we did have when we were third and we traded up for Mitchell Trubisky has turned into a disaster. I said on another podcast that that set us back over a decade. I'd like to clarify that. What I meant is the decade started from when that pick was made. Now we're young, you know, we're we're already, what, four years into it? It's not panning out. We declined his fifth option. Probably got at least, what, you got a, now you got a full rebuild. We talked about that with Curtis. There, there, there's a full rebuild. There's a full kind of takeover on this team. And look, if you don't like what I'm saying, I understand but call me. Get on the podcast. Let's talk about it. You know what? You don't want to come on the podcast. You're too too shy. I get it. We're not forceful. Maybe jot down your opinions. DM them to me. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm right. Disagree. Give me a different perspective. Because 
what we are right now is just middle of the road garbage. We're not getting better and we're not getting worse. I would love to do a full tank job with this team. I would love to start the rebuild. I would love to trade Khalil Mack in the offseason. Look, guys, his protection just isn't been there. I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer on Khalil. I loved him. I know what you're thinking. Well, Tyler, the defense played great. We got six sacks against Houston. You know, Khalil got a fumble, strip fumble in recovery. I get it. Again, this is the Houston Texans. They are a bad team with no weapons. If you think I'm wrong, think about this. Would the score be still be 36 to 7 if we did one flip, one flip-flop of players? If we flipped Mitchell Trubisky and Deshaun Watson, does that score still say 7 to 36 Bears over the Houston Texans? No. <laughs> uh Houston has 0 and we probably have damn near 50. And if we don't, it's because Nagy took his foot off the gas. But I, when we struggle as a team to put up points, especially in the second half of a game, and you go up 30-7 to seven and you coast your way to 36-7 to seven victory, that's pathetic. Screw running up the score. You are a struggling team that needs confidence. I would have slung that. If I was the coach, if I was Nagy, I would have slung that ball all around the field, up and down. I would have ran it more with Montgomery, too. That's another thing I'm still stuck on. The guy is doing great for us, but we're only giving him the ball 11 times a game. That's not enough. Yeah, he, you know, we actually got him involved in the pass game, too. But still, again, only three catches for 42 yards. And with that being said, he was our second highest leading receiver behind Allen Robinson. Colt Komet right under that. Jimmy Graham under that. Mooney under that. Miller under that. that that's not right. Miller and Mooney should be higher. You know, Jimmy Graham is washed up. Cole Komet, yeah, maybe Cole Komet should be up there. Let's see what Cole can do. I don't really know what he can do. He seems to be struggling a little bit, but then again, we have a horrible, horrible, horrible quarterback. So, I mean, look, our defense played great. We balled out. Mario Edwards Jr. got two sacks. Urban got one sack. Uh, Matt got a sack. Nichols got a sack. And Roquan got two sacks. Again, it's the Texans. I can't say that enough. There are some positives, and I want to get back to these because I feel like I've been really negative there. But I, 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 I just... Mm, it just ticks me off. But, dude, we do have some hope. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope I was wrong on David Montgomery. I hope maybe if we get an offensive line and start to build up, maybe he can be a feature of that. I think it really hurts us, too, that we don't have Cohen anymore. I think Cohen is a uh, matchup nightmare for anybody, and I hope to God Nagy learns. Well, not Nagy, because hopefully he's not there next year. But I hope whoever is there understands with Cohen that he is a nightmare matchup. Just an absolute nightmare for people. 
So I would love to see Montgomery in the backfield and then Cohen out to the slot. Use more motion. Get the read down. I don't like how we line up and, you know, you see what you get. I'm not a fan of that. Don't understand it. Doesn't make sense to me. But, you know, it is what it is. So, this episode might be a little shorter. It's very hard to do a podcast by yourself and bounce these ideas off one another. Um, Let's look at uh, our remaining schedule. And, you know, next week, uh, the best part is, for Eastern Standard Time people, we're all looking at 1 p.m. kickoffs, which is great. Love it. Um, You're looking at the Vikings next, Bears at Vikings. That's not going to be easy. Bears at Jacksonville, not going to be easy. Bears at Packers, that's a loss. I think we go loss, win, loss. So that 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 that's just that's my feeling on it. That, that's where you know I I don't think we can beat. So yeah, so we're six and seven. I think we go six and eight. Then we go seven and eight. Then we end up seven and nine. Seven and nine on the season is what I got us at. I mean, we can't look. Last time we played the Packers, it was twenty-five to forty-one. That game is a lot closer on that. That's a, that's a lot closer number on the the scoreboard than what the game actually felt like. And those who know know because we you watched it with me. Uh, Jacksonville, who knows? Gardner Minshew came back into the game. Maybe he brings more of an oomph to the team. It is Jacksonville. I don't know how well we'll travel down there, and I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure Jacksonville is looking at us on the schedule, too, like, hey, man, maybe we can beat them. Uh, there's no way we beat Green Bay in the last game of the year. There's a... Hey, Look, with the, Vi- with the Vikings, with the Saints losing, and now that the Vikings are you know, locked up in that first place race. Cause remember the number one seed this year is the only team that gets the buy. So they're not going to, they're, they're not pulling people. I mean, the only way they can is if somehow magically they get it locked up by then, but let's be honest guys, if we're rooting for a higher draft pick, you know, let's just take the L. I know that sounds blasphemous. I get it. I, I, you know, I'd want us to win every game, too, if we can. But, like, let's say by a miracle we get into the playoffs. By a miracle. How embarrassing is that going to be? I don't want to be anywhere near the playoffs. It's hard enough to take the field on Sundays, let alone to t- even talk about the playoffs. And, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I bought into the hype. You know, when Nick Foles was in there, I... I said, hell, we got a good chance. We might go. Playoffs might be coming. And then I was I was totally wrong and totally shot down. So like I said, you know, we play the Vikings next. I see that as a mm, I don't know. 
that could go either way, honestly. But I'm I'm gonna lean loss, and then I'm gonna go win again on Jaguars and loss to the Packers. So that's my analysis. I know this is gonna be a super short episode, and my apologies. Um, it's been a long, crazy week, and I know it's only Monday, right? How can it be that long? How can it be that crazy? But we're going to try to do, I'm going to try to do for sure on Saturday a call-in and we can get stuff going and get the ball rolling and everything like that because, you know, it's going to be even crazier times uh, coming up soon when with the holidays and everything like that. Um, I'll keep you posted on, on my dad and hopefully everything works out and he'll be back in here before we know it. Uh, if not, I'm going to have to start doing these at a different time and get a co-host cause I fell flat today, but I also feel like I, it's just a lot of talking for one person to keep going on and on and on and on and on. I mean, I'm getting tired of myself. I can only imagine you guys listening to me. You got to be worn out. I feel you. I take no offense to it. If you, uh, if you want to be on the podcast, remember call in at any time. Um, our number should be listed on social media. I forget if it's not, but actually let me just, for those listening, maybe you've never heard the number before. So let's just give it out right now. The number for, um, whoop. Oh, start calling it right now. The number for 34 to glory is two, six, Oh, three. No, I am so tired. My apologies, guys. I'm really, I have really messed up the landing. Let's try again. 260 639 4439. Again, 260 639 4439. Give us a call anytime, any time of day, any time of night. This is this number will go to a voicemail if the phone's not on. Leave a message. Say, Whatever you want to say, and we can play it on the podcast. If you if you have a complaint, a gripe, whatever. Uh, also, don't forget to uh, subscribe and rate. Again, sorry that this podcast got so short. We had a special surprise too on Saturday, and and I'll get into that now. We are going to have a guest on. We actually know someone who uh, we went to school with, or well. Tim actually does. I know him. I, I'm I'm I would say an acquaintance. I know of him. This sounds really bad. This is a horrible endorsement. Uh but we're gonna have a guy on by the name of Miguel, and Miguel works for the Cleveland Browns. I know this is a Bears podcast, but he works for the Browns. And I think it'd be cool to get more insight on how the NFL works and kind of where where he's trying to be at in the NFL, how hard it is to move up. And he's also a football fan. Guys, he loves football. Um, I'm I'm a slight fan of the Browns because they've been bad for so long, and they're kind of making a run. So we'll see how they do tonight. I'll admit it. I got a a warm spot in my heart for the Browns. I like the underdog. I like the underdog story. So we were going to have Miguel on on Saturday. Um... We had to move that back because of everything that's gone on with my dad. So once he gets back to full health and and ready to go, we will have that out. That that will be a bonus episode. It's not going to cut into the other episodes. If anything, we need to make up some episodes. We kind of we really fell flat on 
this week, and we do apologize for that. I have been blabbling, babbling, blabbling long enough. I'm going to go. I can barely talk as it is. It sounds like I'm having a stroke. So I'm going to try and do my best impression. Remember, it's always a good time when you bear down. That was horrible. Come back soon, Dad. We need you. I need you. I hope you guys enjoyed that. If you stuck in for this long, thank you. Thank you.